living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hey guys, so today let's talk boundaries, setting them, what are they, how to create them. I want to go over it all because this is definitely one of my favorite topics. Um, I certainly have had to learn how to set my own boundaries and it's evolved over I mean, really, every year that I live, you know, something new comes up, you realize, oh, I don't like that. I need to maybe kind of assert myself differently or create that sense of safety around um, who I am and what I would like out of life. So I'm right there with you with continuing to evolve in the process of creating boundaries that work for you and setting them and being consistent with them. So... Truly, boundaries in your life should be created in order to foster a sense of safety and teach people how you want to be treated. One of the kind of key points in setting boundaries is that you got to be consistent. So one of the biggest reinforcers is intermittent reinforcing. So if you decide to set a boundary and and we'll use, this is the first one that comes to my mind, but let's say that you tell your kids, okay, bedtime's at 10 and then it's not a consistent boundary. So one night, they just, you know, it, the clock rolls up till midnight, nothing said to them. And then the next night you say, okay, go to sleep at 10. It's an intermittent reinforcement. And so that's all, the strongest reinforcer of them all. It's almost like if you're dating somebody and you say, hey, I, this is just a random example. Hey, I don't, I don't usually talk on the phone after, you know, 11 o'clock because I go to bed. However, the first night you don't respond after 11, let's say even if you are still up watching your show or reading, whatever, and then the next night they call at 11.30 and you pick up that phone, you've just intermittently reinforced what you did not want to see happen. So people ultimately respond when they know what your expectations are and when you're consistent with them. So boundaries should be in place. Just quick review to create safety, um, to teach people how to treat you and to set effective boundaries, be consistent. If you're in your business, you don't want people responding to you via email. Um, yet when you get all these emails coming in, you respond back instead of, you know, having your assistant respond or, um, encouraging, I don't know, them to do something else, then you have just also intermittently reinforced that boundary. I guess texting would be better since in this day and age, I feel like a lot of people text clients or customers. And if you're trying to move away from that, yet you still respond via text intermittently, then you've just reinforced it even more strongly that 
sometimes you'll respond via text. Um, so why would they email you versus texting? So here we go. I, as you know, if you've listened to other podcast episodes of mine, I love a good acronym. Um, once again, it's how I organize things in my brain. So for the word boundaries, I have come up with coinciding tips for um, each letter in the word. And this is actually a talk that I gave um to a group of local hairstylists on setting boundaries surrounding business operations, things of that nature, but I have catered it today to be more about setting boundaries just in your personal life for hopefully increased wellness. So first one, B for boundaries. I want you to be okay with saying no. We hear that a lot, but I want you to truly be okay and not second guess yourself when you decide to say no to a person, place, or thing in your life that doesn't create that sense of safety, um, that doesn't help foster growth. So be okay with saying no. Ultimately, people will always take as much as you're willing to give. Oftentimes, this is not maliciously. It's just how it is. So let me frame it even in my work. If I put 12 appointments available on my calendar, um, there is a possibility that all 12 of those appointments could get booked up and I'm exhausted. Um... If you don't set the limit on how much you're willing to give, your schedule gets completely filled up um, and people will ask much more of you. So set your expectations surrounding how much you want to work if you're in that position, you know, um, being a business owner, if if you're in an agency or in a corporation, maybe it's having a conversation with your superior about what is realistic for you to accomplish in a day with clubs, activities, groups. Set the expectation. Be okay with saying no. Um, saying no is the ultimate form of self-love. Try it. So the next time that somebody asks you to go out and do something and you're completely exhausted and you really don't have it in you to, to go, practice saying, no, I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. Thank you so much for asking me. Um, and examine how you feel. Um, think about it and try to remember that ultimately it's not personal unless it is. <laughs> unless the person asking you is somebody that you just really can't stand. But ultimately saying no is that form of self-love. Okay, O for boundaries and boundaries. Own it. Whatever stance you are going to take in your life, whether um, you want to you know, have your kids to bed by eight o'clock each night, or you have like your own little policy about, I don't want to get late night text from, you know, a significant other potential suitor, or, um, you don't enjoy going and doing certain things, own it. If that's part of what makes you, you, then be okay with whatever your, lifestyle wants to be. Hopefully that makes sense to you. So 
I do like to challenge folks to do things and myself um, that are out of our comfort zones because I think there's a lot of growth opportunities. But if you know in your heart of hearts, let's say you get asked to be on a softball team and you you already know this is not for me. I've never liked softball. I would much rather be in a running club. These are just little examples I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Then own it. If that's what you want to do in your life, then don't second guess it. If people give you criticism, oh, I can't believe you make your kids go to bed at 8 p.m., guess what? They don't live in your house. They don't know what your daily schedule is. So whatever you decide to set your boundaries surrounding, be okay with that. And once again, at the risk of sounding repetitive, own it. (laughs) Okay, so you... This is very important. When setting boundaries, understand that you can't make everyone happy. This is liberating, freeing, and empowering. So if you consequently make somebody unhappy with a boundary that you've set, in fact, this almost always happens because who likes to have boundaries set? You know, we have talked about this before. Most people like to be free agents and either call the shots on what they want to see happen. Um, Some people kind of have that need for control. So if you understand that you can't make everyone happy, it is freeing. And in situations where maybe you've set a boundary surrounding how a parent or a sibling speaks to you and you decide to remove yourself from that situation when situations get escalated and you start getting a barrage of text messages, oh, you're just a horrible son, horrible daughter, uh, you're a bad friend, Understand in that moment, look, this is not about me. This is somebody else's reaction to a boundary that I've set for myself. Don't ever think that you have to be um, the whipping post for somebody else's unhappiness. All right, so moving on for in in boundaries, I want you to really become super clear. So niche down and attract the people that you want to be in your life. And so this also comes from, and listening to uh, a previous episode on seeking humanitas, you know, seeking your greatest potential, that may be helpful to further understand what I'm about to tell you. But niche down and attract your ideal people in your life. That comes from becoming super self-aware with who you are and who you want to be. So if you've decided to stop drinking alcohol, yet you're still hanging out with a group of friends that are heavy drinkers, there's a good chance that that group of people, they may not be bad people, I'm definitely not saying that, but they may not be your ideal friends that you want to spend time with. Um, I see this happen a lot in relationships. So one person really is trying their best to move forward, make positive changes, whether it's increasing healthy lifestyle, not using substances anymore, um, going back to school, and the other person is not in that same place. It can ultimately bring you down or cause you to essentially be a lesser version of yourself. So um, not saying that that partner is bad or a bad person, but I'm just encouraging you to 
become self-aware. Who do you want to be? And stick to that. That's part of also setting a boundary um, because it will inadvertently attract certain other people who may be more aligned with who you want to be and what you want out of life. All right, so D in boundaries. Decide in your life what you will and will not tolerate. And this can go with how somebody speaks to you on a daily basis. If It even goes so deep as if you constantly set up plans with a friend and they are habitually 30 minutes, 45 minutes late to your you know, whatever, your meetup or um, your lunch date or your dinner date, and you're just left sitting there, is this something that you want to tolerate? Um, now, this also goes on, of course, even, I guess you could say a deeper level with what about in your relationships? You know, what are you willing to tolerate and not willing to tolerate? So obviously, you know, one of my non-negotiables, and this has been over years is any form of abuse that is not something I am willing to tolerate, whether it's verbal, emotional, um, manipulation, um, and then of course physical. Um, that is for me, no way. I'm I would I'm not gonna tolerate that. And so come up with your own list on what in your life you're willing to tolerate or not tolerate. Now this can become a little complicated because if you have a relationship, whether it's romantic or a family relationship, that you start to notice like gaslighting, manipulation, verbal abuse is occurring, and you decide to start setting those boundaries or distancing yourself, it has the potential to incite that other person. So in true behavioral modification language, behavior often gets worse before it gets better when you set a boundary. So I just say, I tell you that to empower you, um, that this is your life. You get to decide what you will and will not tolerate. So A in boundaries, always address concerns that come your way. However, communicate clearly. So address concerns, yet communicate clearly with what it is that you're trying to do I'm not saying rationalize or justify your decisions to set boundaries, but sometimes clearly addressing that other person's concerns and communicating with them is very important. Um, So if you have set the boundary of, look, I I really, if you call me, well, I'll use business because that's the most simplistic thing that comes to my mind. If you let your clients know, and this could be in almost any industry, personal fitness, um, hairstyling, mental health therapy. If you have put it out there, I don't accept text messages and, you know, somebody kind of balks back. Well, why not? That's so easy this day and age. You know, uh, it's much easier to send a text and an email. Let them know, look, I can't necessarily keep track of the texts that are coming in in the field of healthcare, it's not HIPAA compliant, Um, but keep your stance. You don't have to go into a long diatribe about why you've decided to do something. So part of that assertive communication is just putting it out there. I don't feel comfortable doing it. 
Uh, I want to keep your best interests in mind. So I've decided to set this kind of limit on, I don't know, how many appointments I make in a day or um, how much I do for a social club that I'm involved with. So always be willing when you set the boundaries to address a concern from that other person um, and expect to communicate clearly. And that's those I statements, um, not rationalizing or over justifying your decision to do something, but just stating it clearly and then taking a step back. You are not responsible for anybody else's emotional state. Of course, in romantic relationships and friendships, we wanna make our, our other people feel comfortable, but at some point, and you have to decide this, where is that line drawn? Are you over caring, over nurturing for that other person and making so many concessions in your life that your own boundaries are getting infringed upon? It's just something for you to think about. So. R, let's realize your worth. So if you have to sit down one day and journal out a little bullet journaling about your positive characteristics, the traits that you offer, that you bring, maybe you are super organized, maybe you are upbeat, you're energetic, you're encouraging, I want you to reflect on what is it that I bring to the table in my life. If you don't feel like you bring a whole lot, let's start from the very ground level. Let's let's say um, you have a pet. Well, you could be a good dog mom or a good dog dad. You know, realizing your worth starts on a super tiny level, that micro level, and then you can expound upon that. But even if it's just every morning checking in with yourself, what have I, what would I like to bring to my day to day? I would like to be kind. I would like to be compassionate. I would like to practice empathy. Set those little goals and then live out the goals. And that is a great way to build up your own worth. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. Realize your worth. And that will assist also in reminding you why you're setting the boundaries. If you're not going to tolerate abuse in your relationships, um, it's probably because you know who you are. Now, I know abuse can be insidious um, and creep in very slowly. Sometimes even a person who has intact self-worth um, will be the kind of survivor of an abusive situation. So I'm not saying that to be um, condescending or negative, but if you have that strong sense of self-worth already intact, it does make it much easier to close the door on people, places, and things that are not going to serve you um, and just make for a better transition in living out your worth. So, all right. I am Boundaries. I encourage you to initiate positive practices in your life. If you know that you benefit from a brief meditation session, some yoga, a nice walk, um, even just practicing self-care at the most basic level. So getting up, taking a shower every day, if you're a makeup wearer, putting on your makeup, um, initiate positive practices in your life that make you feel good. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Um, 
dedicating certain space in your day to take care of you. So those positive practices that make you feel you. I mean, I know for me, one of my positive practices is that I just, I have to create. It's part of who I am. So I love to paint, um, creating these podcasts. That's another creative outlet. I love to write. And I know if it's been one to two weeks since I've been able to initiate that positive creative practice in my life, I can get a little little irritable, a little grumpy. So I have to carve out time to make that work for me. Even if it's like a 30 minute to an hour, sit down, write, write out an article, um, record a podcast, something of that nature. And you can start on a small level. Five-minute meditation, I highly recommend Calm, C-A-L-M app or Headspace app. There's tons of free meditations, um, super easy to use, but initiate those positive life practices. So E is express your kind of personal policies up front. Then the real work is enforce them. So if you are just starting out with a relationship and you kind of express what you want to have in a future relationship, that's wonderful. But now I want you to enforce that. It's the same with starting a business. If you have a certain policy that you want to enact, It's one thing to tell somebody your expectations, but it's a whole other thing to actually go forth and enforce that policy. So if you like to go out, do activities, um, such a cheesy way like to describe a date, but um, (laughs) if if you like to be active, if you are dating somebody, you say, oh, you know, I really... One of my traits I'm looking for somebody is somebody who's active and I want to go take walks, go on a run together, go climb a mountain, whatever. Um, But yet the more that you get into the relationship, you find that all that that other person enjoys doing is like sitting on the couch and watching TV. Then we need to have a conversation about how you can enforce your kind of personal policies because ultimately we want the people in our lives. It goes back to um, niching down and attracting your ideal friends, partner, clients even. Yeah, we want to go back and just define that and attract those people who are going to be on the same wavelength. So express your kind of life policies up front and then reinforce them. If you've if you've actively expressed that you are not going to accept any kind of verbal abuse, yet all of a sudden one day you find that you're being called, you know, an idiot or I could say a whole lot worse right now, but you get what I'm saying. It's your job to enforce it. Um, to take a step back and I'm not, of course, blaming anybody if this is going on for not enforcing it. I'm just empowering and encouraging you to set your limit on what you will and will not accept and then enforce it. Last but not least, we've kind of gone over this just a little bit, but S and boundaries, set aside time for you. Now we all hear about you time, me time, 
but it really is extremely important. So whether it's going to an hour therapy session, whether it's once a week, once a month, once every couple of months, having that check-in, um, having those creative outlets, which I've already kind of talked about, but cultivating your hobbies, whether it's reading, whether it's um, meditation. I mean, the list could really go on and on, but nurture yourself and who you truly are. So real quick, I will just run through it. So boundaries, so B, be okay with saying no, O, own it, Whatever your, you know, lifestyle may be, you understand you can't make everyone happy in niche down and attract your ideal friendships, understand who you are, which will then assist in attracting the people that you want to be to have in your life. D, decide what you will and will not tolerate in your life. A, Address concerns that may come up from your boundary setting. Communicate clearly, but don't over-rationalize or over-justify. It goes back to owning it. R, realize your worth. Oh, yeah, R, realize your worth. And I, initiate those positive life practices. E, express your kind of personal policies and who you want to be up front, live it, and then enforce them. And S, set aside you time. So that is what I have all about setting boundaries. You know, this is such one of those topics that could just be talked about for hours on end. There's so There can be so much to it, but I have really tried to just narrow it down and simplify it to the best of my ability. I hope that this is helpful. And as always, I hope that you live, learn, and love to the fullest. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.